0: Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully, they'll be beneficial to you too. What is going on? More funk again. Been bringing the funk lately, haven't I? This is Funk 49, in case you are wondering, by the James Gang. Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Not a funk podcast. Just got to say that. So, how you been, man? It's Friday. You guys ready to get your party on? Ready to get your uh, your weekend going? How many of you guys are day drinkers? Show of hands. Oh, more than I expected. I'm not. I'm not. That's dangerous. Um, so, Friday. Weekend. Plans? Anybody got something going on? Hopefully I'm going to be in Hawaii. I say that because I'm pre-recording this. If everything goes as planned, I will be. By the time you are listening to this. Smelling tropical flowers and feeling the warm breezes, getting into that beautiful island water, great food, chill people, hopefully all that and more. And what am I looking forward to most besides looking into my wonderful wife's eyes and just seeing peace in her eyes? Uh, Warm weather, jeez, gotta warm these bones up. And yes, I know, you're probably thinking all this time, Brian's such a puss, it's not that cold out in California. Well, got down to 35 that's pretty cool for us our our blood's thin guys we're used to hot sun so we're a desert so when you when you got snow that's like almost you know ground level and winds and you know the average heat was like 45 48 past few days and then all of a sudden you know at night's 35 37 that's cold for us i mean Typically, we'll get one or two days, high 30s, and it jets right back up to high 40s. Um, this has been a pretty wacky winter. So I think there was a picture of uh, snow on the Hollywood sign, which which kind of highlights what's going on. It's pretty crazy. But anyway, did you did you come here for the weather? Hopefully not, because I'm not too good at that kind of stuff. But hopefully you came to talk about painless dent repair, service marketing, how to become a better business owner, manager, operator therefore and there to be and more so quick question for you i like to pose questions what do you guys use when you get a headache yes when your noggin is a throbbing and you don't know what to be doing what do you do do you take tylenol do you take aspirin do you do those chinese uh powders that they have in those funky uh you know drug stores for for chinese where they got like chicken feet and all kinds of weird stuff or pig noses or whatever and you rub them on your eyeball i don't know um do you take a nap Maybe you close your eyes like what you're supposed to do when you have a migraine. Just just take a a short nap. Not a dirt nap, a short nap. Or maybe some of you guys, like we talked about day drinkers, maybe you guys like, ah, I just hit some Johnny Walker Blue, Man, and my headache headache goes away. Um, I don't take any of those things. You know what I take? I take marketing. That's right. I use marketing for my headaches. Because let me tell you something right now. Marketing cures all headaches. Migraines, business headaches, you name it. Bad customers, they're coming at you. They're coming at you strong. What do you take for that? get some better marketing for you. Not enough customers? You guessed it, better marketing. Not enough profit in your business, kids? You know what I'm talking about, marketing. Maybe you're working too many hours. Man, Brian, I just put in a 70. Well, you know what, marketing. M-A-R-K-K-E-E-T-I-N-G. Improve your marketing and improve your business and your life and for those all around you, little Timmy, little Sally, your wife, Your boyfriend, all that stuff is going to get so much better when you do what? That's right, better at marketing. So one more question, a show of hands, please. After you do your dent repairs, for those of you that are already techs, okay, post-dent repair, how many of you do the following? Okay, you ready? Polish the dent. Okay, do you polish it afterwards? Yes or no? Do you just leave little tap-down marks? Maybe you're you're a wholesale tech and, you know, they don't pay me to wipe down my dents. I'm... getting $30 a car and I get you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, there's no accusations here. This is judgment free. Okay. So do you polish the dent? That's question number one. Number two, do you polish the whole panel? Ooh, why would I, why would I polish the whole panel, Brian? I don't know. I'm just asking if you do it. Do you think the customer would know with the customer mind? Maybe. All right. Number three, do you wipe down the compound dust that got up on the glass or maybe on the inside of the jam on that panel? Maybe, maybe not. Some people will leave it there and the customer opens the door and there's a little bit of white dust in there and it looks like, I don't know, dust. Okay. What else do you wash the car after you're done doing the repair? Ooh, well probably not. If you're a wholesale tech doing it for dealers, that would be kind of obsessive. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, Toyota manager, I, we just finished our three dent cars. Here's my invoice for 225. And I washed all three cars for you. That would be, that'd be interesting. Never, we never, I've never done that for a dealer, but I'm not saying it to be a bad idea. It's just maybe over the top. I don't know. Um, but for wholesale customers, you might, you might assume that we do. I've talked about it. Um, now if I have a one dent customer comes in, which might, here's the thing, guys, my dents, a little sidebar, a little, little dirt road. Here we go. Hop along. You know me, safari wagon. We're going right past the rhinos and the zebras right now out into the desert. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah, my minimum price. 225. 225. Okay, there is no matrix that I've seen that starts dense at 225. And I'm proud of that. Why? Because I don't want them anyway. What what why what, what kind of arrogance is this, Brian? Have you lost your mind? No, I don't want small dents because I'm not gonna get them anyway. There's too many other techs that are borderline like noobs or vets that are willing to do dance for less. And I know what my work's worth. I know my time. I know my self worth. So guess what? If somebody wants the full holy shit experience, they'll pay the two twenty five end up, and that's like zero factors. That's not a Tesla. That's not a, a Prius because those have different protocols. That's a hybrid. I don't want to deal with that kind of. stuff. I'm not going to charge minimum price. That's no body line. There's that's a simple lay down nickel dime size dent two twenty five end up. So when somebody says, "Hey, I don't know how much these dent rules cost. I'm new to this whole thing." I, I cut them off. We start at two twenty-five and up. Just depends. I need to see it to give you the exact price. Oh, oh, uh, uh. and I hear people choke on it right away. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. I'll reach back out to you later. Hey, sounds good. Sounds great. Okay. So I just shook the leaf of the trees. Right. Now back to my questions. You ready? Last one was wash car. How about, do you wipe down, oh, I did the inside jams. I'm sorry, let's move on. Do you plastic bag the steering wheel, the seat, and the floor? Brian, I'm not going to do that to a 2000 Camry. I get it. I may, maybe I wouldn't either. But I'm doing it to a 2022 Mercedes or a 2023 Camry. Absolutely. Yep, I'm going to bag that steering wheel with a steering wheel cover. I'm going to put a, a little thing on the floor and a little thing on the seat. I don't want the customer to think that my juices got on their car or my techs. Number seven, do I, do you guys touch up miscellaneous chips like on the door edges and stuff? How long does that take? Well, I don't have all the colors, Brian. Then God damn it, go get them. Go get them. You should have paint touch-ups. If you're a dent tech, you should have a, just a well-versed variety of paint touch-up. And if you listen to my podcast long enough, you know how to get that shizzle for free. For free. So anyway, what else? Um, 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 um. Do you polish the hood? And I know that's excessive, but if I do a big job, a lot of times I'll take a foam pad, if, unless the car is really beat up, I'll take a foam pad and I'll try to polish up the hood just a little bit. It just gives them a little bit more luxurious service. Okay, wow, my hood's are so shiny right now. And it shows, you probably kind of give them like a demo on what you could do for the whole car. And a whole polish is gonna be 600 to 1000 bucks, okay? How about this? Do you polish the headlights? Most cars don't need it if they're newer, but if they're older, that's a quick win. We, we painted a Sprinter mobile home, uh, or not a mobile home, a motor home, uh, last week. And the his, his guy, guy's name was Mick, super cool cat. You would have loved this guy. Um, and his headlights were ass. They were all cloudied up, so we did them. And guess what? He didn't notice it at first, but I told him. He's like, oh yeah, I knew, I knew something was different in the front of him, but I couldn't quite figure it out. Um, Did it for free. The guy was spending eighteen hundred dollars with us. Okay, why not? Why not? How about a free small dent? If there, if if there's another dent in the car and you're getting decent money, why wouldn't you do that other dent instead of trying to just mark it up? Just do it for free. If you're getting good money, if you're you know four, five, six, eight hundred dollars, and the other work you're doing is not that hard, do a free dent. And if they don't know about it, take a picture of it and text it to them or show them when when you deliver the car back to them. Okay, more value. Okay. How about this? Here's the last one. Do a short repair video showcasing your repair and commentary while you're doing it. Here's what I'm doing, John. I just wanted to show you, show you how I'm getting access. This is the tool I'm going to use. You'd be surprised. A lot of people kind of geek out, and they love to see the intricacies of the process. And showing how complex it is is going to substantiate your value. You might get a tip, and they're definitely going to you're going to lock them down for the next damage. And they might even want to tell other people, man, that Johnny, he's amazing. The stuff he has to do to get that down I had no idea right? Now, if you do that video, you could share it with them and say, hey, if, if you like this video, can, would you mind sharing it? Do you, do you use social media? Are you a Facebook guy? Are you a grammar? Any of that? Would you mind? What, what's, what's the real awareness here? If we can always do more, maybe you don't have the time. I don't have the time half the time, but if I do, I try to make the time. I try to give somebody a little bit more, a little bit, And why am I trying to make more money? No, I'm just trying to give the customer a little more satisfaction. I always want to go beyond. I want to exceed, like the guy with the Celica last week, when I I videoed his, if you haven't checked it out, it's pretty cool. You'll you'll hear an audio. He said, you exceeded my expectations. Thank you. you. You could, your tip probably wouldn't have been as gratifying unless it was a big one. But from that comment, that comment gave me immense pleasure because that's exactly my goal, I'm trying to make my customers aware of the fact that I'm trying to exceed their expectations. And when you tell me, I exceed, you. You, I hit it home and you confirmed it, which is awesome. That means I'm doing my job properly. Okay, so moving on. Ignorance tax, we've talked about this before. What is it? What do you, What is this tax you're talking about, Brian? It's tax time, right? Yeah, ignorance tax is the price we pay for not knowing what we should know by now. Okay, it's basically a time issue, right? How come you don't know what you do, what you should know? Okay. And ignorance is the biggest threat to your business success bar bar none. You are your biggest enemy for sure. And but what I mean by that is the lack of you taking, not taking action. Okay. And not even knowing it, you're ignorant. You have no idea. You're ignoramus as we used to say in middle school. Okay. So and and, then, and what even goes beyond that is you continue to ignore, right? It's like a long timeline. You continue to ignore the importance of gaining knowledge, typically through education, getting wiser, right? Getting wiser, spend money, not time, because time is immensely more expensive. And it cracks me up when I look at these PDR beginner. I'll talk about it again. I've said it and I'll say it again until something changes. I see these people saying, yeah, man, I took on my first day. And it's only been four months and I feel like it's been great, man. I couldn't believe it. And everybody stands up and applauds and, and wants to hug little, little Billy. And I'm just thinking to myself, Billy, what's your time worth? You know, you, you might be a decent tech in 12 months or two years. And people are going to applaud you for that. You could have got to there in a week or two with proper training and education. And the same goes for a lot of you guys that are like, man, you know, I know I, I see all these estimates on Paul's page and what Brian talked about everything but I, I can't get that kind of money in my market. Really, hogwash. You can, you're just ignorant to the fact that you haven't been taught. You haven't had the, the knowledge that will get you there. It will get you there. Okay, you have to be in a very, very strange demographic not to be able to get good money. Okay, we were t- I was listening to these guys that are talking about it, I think it was on Paul's page, and they were saying they're from Australia. And there's just so many other people that will do it cheap. Okay, well, guess what? There's so many people in my county that will do it cheap too. You know, I don't have to go down under and, and fly 22 hours to see cheap PDR techs. Any big city has cheap PDR techs. PDRs is, is is established, guys. It is. It's 2023. There's a lot of techs, especially in the Sun Belt. Go to Orlando. So many PDR techs there are there. Okay, how is Bryce Kelly getting massive amounts of money doing big dents in Orlando? when it's incredibly, incredibly competitive. You don't think Orange County is competitive? At any one time, there's a half a dozen to a dozen guys right within a, a spitz throw, a spittoon from, from my front door at my shop. And they are just waiting for me to cast off a piece of chicken you know, in the form of a customer that, that didn't wanna pay the big, huge money that I, that I'm charging. But we just talked about this in the last podcast episode. Twelve percent—I'm losing twelve percent of my bids to my competitors. Does that sound like a lot to you? And I'm—I'm I'm sure it could be lower. It should be lower if I was more on point. It probably should be five percent. So I have—I've got some learnings to do, don't I? I got to improve in my process, and it's always a working process. And yes, I've talked about. It. I'm trying to educate myself. I don't know, guys. Thirty-one business, thirty-one years in business. And I'm still trying to learn more. I'm going to hopefully go meet with Paul and, and others because I still want to be better. I want to be the best I can be and then continue to get better and better and better until I'm not in the game anymore. When I tap out, there it is. I leave my coins on the on the, on the the table. I walk away. I chuck my tools and high-five everybody. And I don't know, go live on a, a freaking island somewhere, right? In my mind. So... Some examples of the ignorance tax, of people, of people, aka PDR tax, being ignorant. First one, we're just going to go off. We'll just segue right in what we we're just talking about. Ignorance pricing. Ignoring the, the importance and the opportunities of pricing. Okay. Famous quotes I see all the time. I can't charge more. My area, my demo, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, yeah, if you're in a ghetto, like Tino, if you listen to my podcast, Tino De La Cruz, former student who will hopefully get on here soon. Tino was going to work in the ghetto and he realized real quick, bad idea, got himself out and now he's in a better part of town and he knows he can charge. He probably could charge a lot more than he's charging, I would imagine, but he's definitely charging a hell of a lot more and getting it where he is now. Because people, if they can't afford to pay for it, no matter, no matter how much you substantiate it, that you can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. All right, the old saying, Raul, my other former student from not too long ago. Thank God Raul did a great job right out of school, covered my shop during the pandemic. For almost maybe six months. God love him. He was a he was godsend. Did a great job. Opened up his own shop. Kind of in a ghetto. Not too uh, far away from the area that Tina was talking about. And he didn't ask me. I've always told him, hey, if you go do a shop, pick a good area. There's so many good areas in LA. He happened to pick a ghetto. It didn't last more than maybe nine months. And then he, he shut it down. Why? I don't know. A, he probably didn't have a pricing uh, process in play. And he was ignorant about it. He didn't go, didn't seek my help, didn't seek anybody's help that I knew of, and it didn't work out. Which, it breaks my heart, because he's got a family, he's got kids, he's gotta support that family. It's okay to ask for help, especially if it's free. But even if it's not, sometimes some of the best information, you gotta pay for it, right? There's nothing wrong with that, I will pay for info. Here's a question, another one, question number three of, of the pod. I'm gonna turn the microphone, microphone over to you. How much would you guys pay if somebody consistently could help you double or triple your pricing can on average whatever you charge right now they would double or triple it just factor that in for one month or you want to think big time big boy Bob's big boy do it for one year how much more money would you make and then back it back down would you would you pay the the annual increase just one time, would you pay the monthly increase? I mean, if you're going to be in business for 10 or 20 years, one year, it sounds like a lot, but maybe it's worth it. At least the month, depending on, let's say now, let's say you make a hundred grand a month and somebody's going to double you up to two. hundred grand sounds like a lot of money, but guess what? There's consultants that charge that and they get those kind of wins for a lot of businesses and a lot of people, you know, marketing, management consultants, all that. And speaking of Paul there's others out there guys but I'm not char- he's not charging anywhere near that he's charging send the thousands I'll tell you that and it's well worth it one job one job will get me back that money one job and we're already charging premium prices for the most part it's not like you, I've never told you guys hey I'm the I'm the cheap guy I'm the economical no we're not we positioned ourselves in our local market to be premium and I tell customers, and I lose customers because of that, because some customers do not want premium. I had a guy that hit a Lexus over the weekend, sent me photos, says, "Hey, how much?" I said, "Our bumper prices start at four seventy five and up." Well, I need to know a little more specifically. Yeah, bring it in. Well, it's not my car; it's the customer's. Have them bring it in. Well, can you just tell me a little bit approximately? I said, "Yeah, it's approximately starts at four seventy five and up." I need to see the car. I said, "Look, if you want, if you don't mind doing this more than once." feel free to shop around. But if you want to do it once and get, get great quality customers, never kind of come back on you, it's done and it's out of your hair and you're charge and you paying a fair price, we'll probably do business. But if you're seeking the absolute bottom, the lowest of the low, no, I'm not your guy. I don't mind telling people that. I'm curt, I'm straight, I'm forward, and, I, and I'm direct. And I'm professional. And I appreciate And I thank them. Hey, thank you for reaching out. Here's the price if I have it, and I I wanted that job, so I'm not gonna give him an exact price. Could I? I probably could have. Maybe, maybe not. I could have been given more of a range, you know, 475 to 975. He hit a a new Lexus, like a 22 or a 23. You think we're gonna do that for minimum price? Probably not. It's probably a three-stage pearl and everything else. So, getting back on track. Okay. We talked about Tino, we talked about Raw, charging more, ignorance, during pricing, okay? People say I, I should even charge less, you know? It comes down to confidence. I'm charging too much. They feel guilty. My brother, Kevin, doesn't do much retail. He does a lot of wholesale. He'll do hail car for dealers for 200 bucks sometimes, okay? For like a hail hood full of dents. Former student Pete, who's been out of class now for about three or four years, maybe five years, was offered by a VW dealership when he came in the other day to, to mentor some of my students. $40 a panel for hail. And he told him to pound sand. They're like, oh, yeah, we got plenty of hail cars. Come on down, Pete. We'll hook you up. $40 a panel. Fuck off. Stop being so damn cheap. So, how can you fix your ignorance when it comes to pricing? Try to get rid of that, that inclination in your mind as a PDR tech that you feel guilty or you're ripping somebody off or it's wrong. Or, you feel it's right because it's a three inch dent and if you charge $175, it only takes you 15 minutes or let's say it's for math's sake, let's say it's 150 takes you 15 minutes for a three inch dent, that's $600 an hour. It is if you were doing four of those in the hour, which you're, you're probably not. And you're definitely not going to do eight times four, 32 of those a day. If you, if you do, God love you, man. You, you, your marketing is on point. So, that $150 dent, it was a three-inch crease, should have been $450 or $600 or whatever it was, depending on the car and the location, blah, 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 blah. And there's no reason to feel guilty. Just because it takes you less time doesn't mean you should discount it. Since when did your time become less valuable? People, PDR texts, not people, PDR people, forget about the the sweat and the and the trials and the and the trail of all the broken dreams and and busted up dents of learning and, and improving on our honing our craft and then when they, when it gets easy we think we need to lower the price. why should the customers benefit about on all the work that we've done they should benefit on the quality but the price should maintain or increase you're faster that's a benefit for the customer why would you give them a discount? Yeah, I get it. Sometimes price and time equates to value, doesn't it? You do a $400. I did a $400 dent one time in front of a customer. Love the story. Lexus. And it was a big dent. By today's standards, $400 for a fist size dent, it should have been probably eight. But this is probably 10 years ago. Easily, maybe 12. And I had three students and they watched, I did it as a demo. I didn't want to do it. I told we were at a shop, doing training on cars with the students. And the shop owner said, Hey, he wants you to do it now. He's a waiter. We were going right into our lunch. I'm like, All right, I'll do this real quick for the lunch. I didn't want to take time away from the students. I don't take jobs on when I'm training. I'll do a quick little demo, but I'm not going to do a dent. It's going to take me 20 or 30 minutes, which isn't a long time, as most of you guys know. But that's 20 minutes of my students' time. That's not fair to them. But it happened to come right at the time of lunch. I'm like, All right, we'll knock this out real quick. I want you guys to watch. It's a demo. Here we go. Let's go. Everybody started watching me. The customer walks up and says, hey, Can I watch? I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, all right, no problem. And I knew that was going to be a shit show because I'm hauling ass on this thing, not for the customer's sake, for the student's sake, right? So the dent comes out super clean, pearl white, flat as ass. And the guy says, "Wow, I didn't realize it was going to be that easy." And the students kind of chuckled and giggled. And he's like, "He's like, well, how do you how do you do your pricing?" Here we go, here we go. I wanted to just start handing popcorn out to everybody and some freaking you know, some chocolates, you know, and maybe some ice creams. Here, here you guys, have a seat on that little bench right there. I got to go into this with this ass because, so I, I flipped it right back at him. I go, are you happy with the results? And then he knew what I was doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I just don't, just explain to me how you do the pricing. Is it per the hours? No, it's not, it's not by time. It's not by time. I could have sat here and, and drug it out. I've been doing, I'm the I'm PDR tech. You're paying for my years of experience and my, and my precision, my mastery of this, of this craft. See these guys right here, they're learning it and they just got a, a front row show to an exceptional repair very fast. I just doesn't seem it doesn't seem fair, yeah. Fair, it doesn't seem fair that only took you 20 minutes and I just got charged 400. And then, luckily, the buy shop manager came walking by who's a buddy of mine, Danny. Danny's like, Well, what you're missing out on is if I had to paint that, it would have taken probably two or three days and that would diminish the value of your car. He did that with no bondo, and therefore. You're looking great. What does it matter if it takes him 20 minutes or 20 hours? It's the same result. You're not paying for the time you spend, you're paying for the result, correct? And then the guy, it changed his perspective a little bit. But then I realized, if he would overcome it, because Danny put it pretty eloquently with that weird voice I just did. And, but it it got personal at that point. He saw how much money we made, and he he thought we were a bunch of grease heads, right? But all of a sudden, I just knocked out a $400 dent without a, without a freaking drop of sweat. You know, he's like, shit, this guy and these guys soon will all be making pretty damn good money. You know, probably more money than I make, which maybe we did. I don't What does it matter? But at the end of the day, the value was attributed from him based on time. He didn't understand. And then he had a little bit of insecurity sprinkled on top, like a, like a Baskin-Robbins 31 flavors, you know, with chocolate sprinkles. And those were shit sprinkles, by the way, not chocolate. Actually, so he ended up paying, and he just kind of groveled a little bit. But and I just, hey, I just want to make sure you're completely happy. Well, I'm happy with the dent, but he wanted a discount because it looked easy, and he wasn't going to get it. And and Danny felt bad, the buy shop owner, you know, give me this 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 job now because this guy was being kind of an ass. And the students just laughed. And and the message to that was there was two messages there. Number one. Practice and you'll get damn good, like I was at that point, and they could see how fast the money can come. But two, sometimes you want to delay the time a little bit just to show, um, present more value, because if it looks easy, you know, therefore, they're man. It's it's hard to believe. If I would have handed that guy a tool and walked him over to a hood panel and, and punched my fist and do it, said, "Here you go. If you get that down out, this one's for free," and and immediately that would have probably shut him up you know but he didn't he still didn't equate to how much time and how difficult it was to get to that point i made it look stupid simple so anyway how can you get better as, as a pdr tech with pricing all right first of all you could take courses you could join groups but you can just do any kind of education but by and large you need to have a process if you don't have a process you're giving away the farm okay all right so moving on number 2 what are their ignorance type of tax do we pay in our, in our businesses? And I say any service business, but we're talking about PDR tax right now. Well, quality, right? Because PDR, unlike auto body and other service businesses that are pretty standardized, although there's difference, if a, there are plumbers who will do much better work than others, but typically if a faucet's fixed, it's fixed or it's not. If a dent's fixed, it's not necessarily fixed or not. Even with, with auto body techs, some guys are really good with bodywork. You guys have seen good body work. You've seen shit body work. Same with painting. Sometimes the paint match. Sometimes the, the shine, the way it lays down, the color match, the blend. There's a difference between good auto body and, and average auto body. And there's a huge difference between average and good PDR. But people don't understand that, do they? So as a tech, some people, techs, go for just good enough. Hey, I'm going to try to make it just so that, you know, if I put it outside in the sun and there's the right angle, they're not going to see it. Some say, I can't do bigger dents or, or bigger damage. So what they'll tell customers is their default is PDR is not perfection. <clears throat> and technically it's not because the dents stretched and it's never going to be flawless. I mean, I mean, to the true sense of the word, no, okay. Is it gonna be originally repositioned? No, but it can be to the point where nobody will ever see it. So if it's, if, you know, it's like if a tree falls in the forest, right? Did it, did it fall? Did anybody hear it? It's the same thing with a dent. I mean, if you make it so nobody can see it, what's the difference? Shouldn't that be flawless? Okay, so what a lot of these guys will do, and I've seen it, because I compete with these guys on the lower levels, that's why my small dent started 225, by the way, just to get myself out of that game. They'll quote high, high in their instance like 150 to 200 bucks and then they'll always come down to meet a cheaper price to allow for their substandard quality i've seen it so yeah this you know you quoted 200 this guy quoted 150 so i went with him it didn't come out perfect but he ended up charged a million 100 bucks that that's the oldest trick in the book and a lot of these guys do it and it's because they have ignorance when it comes to quality the quality ignorance they don't even care about getting better because all they want to make is three hundred dollars a day, and they're and they're happy because they live in an apartment with like fifteen other people, or maybe they're semi-retired, maybe the wife makes all the money. I've seen it all. But let's say you want to do good work. Let's say you need to do good work. Let's say you're the breadwinner. Let's say you you have a high moral fiber and you want to be you want to be the best kick-ass tech in your area. So how do you fix this? Oh, same thing, education, right? Advanced training, level up on your equipment, and so forth and so on. There's all kinds of opportunities. All right, next one, next ignorance tax, customer service. If you ignore the processes, if you ignore the importance of making people happy and how important it is beyond quality, it's it's about making the person happy, okay? Ignoring marketing, ignoring the process, your business is gonna struggle, okay? It is, the communication, walking through the repair, educating them about everything you're gonna do, that's bad. So how do you fix that? Right back to square one, courses, okay? What, what this basically means, is you wanna pay down your ignorance tax with speeding up time with getting these new skills. Learn how to price better. Learn how to be a better tech and a faster tech. Learn customer service completely. Learn how to be a better marketer. Learn how to acquire more PDR leads. And how, of course, the same thing, mini courses, mentors, cohort courses, which means you're in a a group of people and you're all kind of um, leaning on each other and supporting each other instead of just doing it solo, which is way different. And guys, this doesn't, sidebar, this doesn't have to be PDR courses. This can be generic on the subject, just service marketing or marketing in in general or small business or, or, or business advertising, social media marketing, all that. But at the end of the day, you guys, not all of you, but it comes down to a change in beliefs that these things actually matter. When some of you are telling yourselves that it doesn't, and that's dangerous. Like I said, it goes back to the square one, whereas your biggest enemy is you. It's not Joe Competitor down the street who's half charging half your price. If you weren't ignorant about, about how important it is to overcome that and become better to sell against that guy, eventually that could, could cause you harm. And it's because of the decisions you, or the decisions, or just not recognizing the inability to make decisions that, it, that will kill you, It will kill your business. You know, because like when it comes down to pricing, for example, are, are all other technicians charging cheaper prices than you? Is that how they're beating you in some ways? Of course they're not. Of course they're not. Many are not. Look at, look at what we figured out in our hugely competitive market. We're losing out to 12% because of pricing and or whatever other factor that made them decide to go with someone else. Very rarely is somebody higher than me. It does happen. Good old Jeff at Beach City, sometimes he's higher than me. I love it. I love when people are higher than me. Thank you. Thank you for, for helping us grow our industry. We all need to be charging a fair price. And so many of us just do not recognize the true value of ourselves and this, the way that we're married to this wonderful process that's infinitely better than Autobody and the Alternatives. And to perform this for customers, either at their house or have the car come to us, and do these repairs so fast, maintain factory finish and parts, it's just insane. It's insane that people would, would think it needs to be cheaper than Autobody when it's faster and it's better, a better result for them and their car. It's unbelievable. So... Guys, let's get rid of this ignorance issue. Let's become a better industry. Let's become better techs, better business owners, better operators, better managers, marketers, the whole nine. Because I'm telling you right now, the more education you get, you're going to get rid of those headaches and you're not going to have to take Tylenol and aspirin and Chinese headache powders, you know, and take the shot of Johnny Walker Blue. You're going to use marketing to get rid of those headaches. And it's going to be roses and sunshine. So anyway, I hope this all made sense. I hope you guys got something out of this. Like I said, I'm, I'm waxing on 31 plus years of, of, of wins and losses and everything in between. And I'm fortunate and, and blessed enough to, to have more time. I don't know how much more I will, but every day I get, I'm going to give it my darnest. I'll tell you that. So let's all make, make ourselves level up and, and have better businesses and, and do better for ourselves and our families. So, love you guys all, man. I truly do. I appreciate you. Appreciate the opportunity to uh, to have you listen. And if there's anything I can help you out with, 949-302-3464. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'm in Hawaii and uh, having fun. Like I said, we might do a special uh, episode. I'm hoping to get Joe from Dana Evo on soon. Uh, Joe Garcia, I believe. And then we're trying to get Tino de la Cruz. Um, what is Tino's? Dent removal business. What's his PDR business name? Uh, Not dents out. Um, eh. Dent be gone. That's it. Yep. Dent be gone. Tino de la Cruz. So yeah, hopefully we'll have him in. And one thing that's cool, a lot of you guys, uh, after we, I was talking to Robert Rucker, the uh, 35 year, I believe, plus uh, PDR tech who was trained by Mercedes. A lot of you guys have reached out to, (coughs) excuse me. Dry throat. A lot of you guys have reached out to friend him. And he's picked up like a like forty or fifty new uh, Facebook uh, friends and such, and, and, and contacts, which is great, um, which is cool. I'm 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 stoked. So a lot of people recognized uh, what a gem Robert is. And if you ever have any questions, he's he's such a nice guy, just a, a gentle dude with just a great demeanor and and just super chill. So. So yeah, he's a good cat. I'm glad a lot of people recognized him and and made contacts with him. I'm I'm glad he told me that. That made me feel great. So anyway, love y'all, man. Have a great weekend. Get some great food. Hang out with some good people. Enjoy life. Enjoy it. See the sunshine. Hopefully you'll see some sun in your area. I'm hoping I'm seeing some sun. And we will catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.